From what's on to what matters, it's Tracy Mack on Newcastle in the Morning, only on Newcastle Live. It's 18 minutes to 10 here on Newcastle Live. It's a beautiful day outside. It's 14 degrees, mostly sunny, mostly sunny. We are expecting some rain showers tomorrow. Hopefully they're only showers and it doesn't wipe out our sport because we've got another great round to get underway in the Newcastle Rugby League. Joining me on the line now is a gentleman who's gone from 55 to 56 in the time we've spoken. Good morning and a very happy birthday for last weekend, Mark Lamville. Oh, thank you very much, Trace. Yes, uh, another year older. How good is it? Oh man, mate. Well, ever we get another year older, that's uh, that's the most important thing. That's it, exactly. Now, you know, that's the problem with Facebook, though. You know, we, we all have our date of birth up there, and, you know, it, everyone knows that, you know, last week you went over into the 5-6, which means you're closer now to 60 than you're, you're yeah. up to, uh, you, you know, than you were to 50. How's that feel? Yeah, not good. <laughs> <laughs> Mind you, I, I, I still think I'm 21. Yeah, I don't think you've ever been anything other than 18-year-old uh, Mark Lamble yeah, in the whole time yeah. I've known you. Exactly. <laughs> God love you. Did you have fun? What did you get up to for your birthday? Uh, yeah, I had a bit of my kids took me out for breakfast, um, which was good, and went out for dinner with my wife, and yeah, that no, was good. We had a good weekend. Oh, I'm very pleased to hear that. That's uh, that's great news. Now, it was a fantastic round of football, and uh, my Lord, mate, our South Lions, what a match against uh, the entrance, 46 points to 14. That was a yeah. uh, that was an impressive performance. Yeah, it was indeed. They played really well, South Newcastle, and uh, obviously, the, the entrance, they were a bit down on troops. They had a couple out, but um, yeah, it was a great performance from South. They really blitzed them. It was uh, it was wonderful, and look, West have done. Uh, you know that I was, pr- you know, I said on Monday morning, I'm pretty proud. You know, we got 16 points on the board. That's a that's a great uh, great start. But the the better part of that, in all seriousness, Mark, is the fact that they're up against the Maitland Pickers, who are the competition leaders, who are where we're judging everybody else by. And it was only a 22 to 16 loss for for West. That's a great turnaround in form. Yeah, it certainly is. Uh, they really stuck it to them, actually, West and. You know, Maitland uh, found a really tough game and just got home in the end. But uh, plenty of confidence, I reckon, West would have got out of that, especially they won the week before. And oh, I think they're not far from beating a couple of other teams, really. How happy is Todd Lowry at the moment? Is, uh, is he pleased with the turnaround? Yeah, I think, I think he is, actually, Todd. So um, he's always pretty happy. But, um, yeah, look, he, he'd be really wrapped with how his boys are going at the moment. Well, when when you go back to what we were talking about the first few weeks, you know that's that's a big turnaround. Uh, yeah, he, he really should be congratulated. Now the Scorps twenty beat the uh, the Curry Bulldogs fourteen. Uh, were you at that game? No, I wasn't at that one. But um, but yeah, no, another close fixture as well. And and Macquarie just got away with it at, at the end there. But Curry really put it to them. Now, the one that I was a bit sad about, of course, it was the 75th anniversary for the uh, the Lakes United side on uh, on Sunday. They went down uh, 24 points to six to the Goennas. That would have been a bit of a disappointing uh, result for them following all of the festivities of the weekend. Yeah, for sure. I was at the dinner on, on Saturday night and it was a terrific dinner for their anniversary. Um, and obviously, Old Boys Day, they would have had there with the team, I think, from 1976, I think it was. But... Um, yeah, look, um, in front of their old boys, unfortunately, they couldn't get the job done. 
It was a bit, yeah, it would have been a bit disappointing, but uh, you know what? It, it is what it is. They've, they've been playing well, so uh, yeah, we'll, we'll let them have that one. Now, the uh, the big win for the round was uh, the Butcher Boys 30 over the Wyong Roos 10. What kind of a game was that one? Yeah, well, you know, Central, they're really playing well at the moment. I, I thought Wyong might really challenge Central, but they didn't, unfortunately, and, and Central were really, really good. It's going to be uh, going to be quite interesting uh, the next couple of uh, couple of rounds because we're really going to see some sorting out of, of what's going on at the top of the ladder. I mean, Maitland are there. There's there's no one's really going to knock them off. But the rest of the ladder is uh, it's really going to start to take shape. And as we mentioned last week, you know, we've still got some some games in in hand for uh, you know for Souths, for Macquarie, for Central. We've still got some games in hand, and when they're sitting so tightly tightly matched in that uh, you know that that one through to six is just yep. really tight. Yeah, it certainly is, and and that's why you know, getting those wins is vitally important for those teams to to maintain their position on the ladder. So, uh, you know, the, the round this weekend there's going to be some really tough games, and it'll sort a few teams out. Right, let's get underway with uh, with this uh, this week's round. It's uh, it is round twelve of the Newcastle Rugby League. We get underway on Saturday, two o'clock at Lyle Peacock Field. I really do love those two o'clock games, Mark. I must admit, I'm really enjoying that. The Macquarie Scorpions are taking on the Goennas. This is going to be a cracker. Yeah, it will be. Yeah, both really good teams. They're in form at the moment, and it's going to be a really tight affair. For mine, I'm just going to go with Macquarie only because they're at home. You do, yeah. You do realise that we put the kiss of death on quite a few last week, but uh, yeah. <laughs> Actually, while, while we're talking kiss of death, man, how about your red V's last night? Yeah, geez, they went alright. Man, that was, that was uh, Barry Tui and I were talking about that match yesterday, and uh, yeah, just con- yeah, saying, look, it could go either way. You know, St George have been playing playing pretty well, but you know, it is the bunnies, and oh man, I couldn't believe it when I when I clicked on at half time. I just went, you have to be kidding me! You yeah. have to be kidding me. They just blew them away. There goes the perfect round. I was one off a perfect round last week, but the Bulldogs put pay to that. God, come on. What's going on with the tipping? <laughs> oh, I know. <laughs> it's I not really good. It's un- now, um, the next game, uh, the 3 o'clock Saturday up at Curry Sports Ground, it's Curry taking on Wes. This will be actually a-, a tighter game than I think we would have anticipated several weeks ago. This could be a great one, and it could possibly be another win for uh, for Wes. Yeah, there's a fair chance here. So they've been playing really well the last few weeks and, you know, it won't surprise me if they push Curry all the way and, you know, might even get a, get a win there. But wouldn't surprise me either if it's a draw. Okay. Oh, so, so you're going to go for a draw in this game? Yep, I'll go for a draw. Okay, I'm going to go west. Right. I can't believe I've just said that. Public, publicly, the uh, the first game for uh, for Sunday that we're going to hit is uh, Lakes United taking on the Wyong Roos. Oh, I got no idea on this one, Mark. Yeah, it's a toss of the coin, isn't it? Mm. Really tough to to pick. I mean, Lakes I thought were going really well last weekend, but they were disappointing. Hopefully, they'll bounce back this week. And but up against Wyong, who've been pretty good too. Mm. So. Um, it's really going to be a tough one, but only because Lakes are at home. Mm. I'll go for Lakes. Okay, righto. I, 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 I like my Lakes. I'd like to see them get redemption from last week. Now, we, uh, the entrance Tigers, the poor buggers, they're playing host to the Maitland Pickers. Uh, is this going to be a telephone number game, or do you think we might see a little bit of spunk out of the entrance? Oh, look, the entrance at home, they'll, they'll give a good account of themselves, but I, but I think really Maitland... And the quality they've got in their football team, I think they'll they'll win and win comfortably. Unfortunately, damn it. 
Now, the last game is uh, the Central Coast... Uh, the Central Coast. Where am I? Get, get back here, Tracy. The Central <laughs> Newcastle Butcher Boys taking on South. It is happening at St. John Oval. Now, again, this... <sighs> I do, I'm not sure what the match of the round is, Mark. I haven't had a look at it yet, but this is this is up there. This is fantastic. This game. Oh yeah, it certainly is. It's it's going to be a terrific game. Um, our actual match of the round is Lakes and Wong. Oh wow! Um, okay. That's our well. That's our feature match. Mm. But yeah, this undoubtedly is the match of the round. It's going to be a real tough game and. Um, I think Central will upset South. Wow, okay. That's a big call. Have you told Bullfrog, uh, Bulldog that one? Is, uh, does he know that you've c- gone that way? Uh, no, I've kept it quiet, but, <laughs> but yes. But yeah. look, it's going to uh, be a Bob, Bobcat game. Ryan will not like that you've tipped against him, which probably means they're going to win. Well, hopefully, yes. Mm. That's, that's my... Well, that's my uh, thinking anyway. Okay, righto. We'll, we'll go with that one. We'll go with that one. Obviously, um, yeah, I mean, looking at, at you know, we, we talk about these games each and every week and we go through all of the teams and there is a lot of people involved in uh, in Newcastle Rugby League, isn't there? We've got the 10 teams. We've got reserve grade. We've got all of our volunteers. We've got about 400 players, don't we, that play uh, that are involved each and every weekend? Yeah, without doubt around that. And, um, you know, not mention the volunteers mm. and coaches and all those that help out. And, um, you know, so you're talking probably around five or 600 people that are involved. And, um, you know, we can't thank our volunteers enough for the work that they do. And um, without them, you know, we probably don't get games on the field, etc. Likewise with the referees and the mm. touch judges that, that um, assist in, uh, in adjudicating the games. Yeah, we were, there is an enormous amount of people that put on these. You, know, you and I get to talk about the games and how wonderful it is, but there's so many people behind the scenes, even the canteen operators. You know, There is so many people each and every weekend that dedicate their uh, their time to, to this sport. And it's, I mean, we haven't even gone into the juniors. You know, I, I've spent a lot of time, as you know, around junior rugby league. Yeah. And just to watch, you know, watch of a weekend, all of those people come into those grounds. It is really healthy, the game of rugby league. Yeah, it is indeed. I mean, and obviously it's a, you know, the grassroots area here in Newcastle on the Hunter, it's it's renowned for, you know, probably having the best outside of Penrith, I suppose, junior nursery. And, um, you know, there's plenty of people that help every weekend that go unnoticed, the mums and dads and the coaches and from the juniors up. So, you know, without all those people helping, we, we don't have a game and, you know, we can't thank them enough for doing that, what they do. Absolutely. Now, look, we talk about the first grade side quite a bit, but uh, the reserve grade and the under 19s, it, it's obviously, it's a show of what's coming through. It's a show of the future. And uh, I'm looking at the under 19s ladder at the moment, and uh, you, you've got no, obviously, you know exactly why I've gone to the under 19s uh, ladder, because West are sitting at the top of that ladder, followed by South. Now, that's great for the for the health of, of and the future of the, uh, the game, isn't it? When you've got the under 19s, you've got West sitting on top, South sitting second, McCrory sitting on third you know that's that's really showing the health and even reserve grade you've got Maitland you've got Macquarie you've got Wes the the health of the game coming through it's there yeah, it certainly is and, and the under 90s they're our future first graders etc so um, yeah really important that we have those pathways for the juniors coming through into the seniors um, you know and that, that hopefully they continue to play you know they might have ambition to play with the Knights or play at the NRL level, but if they don't get there, then this level in first grade in the Newcastle Rugby League comp mm. is, I reckon, as good as any comp outside of Sydney. I agree with you there. It's it's absolutely. Now, your podcast this week, I uh, I had a bit of a gander. It is, uh, it's Ross Dog. You've got uh, Ross Dog coming on for your podcast. 
Yeah, we have indeed. Uh, Nathan Ross, a former Knights winger, um, played around 50-odd games with the Knights. Uh, didn't make his debut with the Knights till he was, you know, 26 or 7. So he's a late bloomer, but, um, you know, had a, had a great career uh, at the Knights and scored some incredible tries. He really was, I, I guess, uh, a crowd favourite. He was, wasn't he? He was such a character. And, uh, you know, when he had to retire, it was quite devastating because he really was one of those characters. He was like a, a Matty Johns of old, wasn't he? He was a, or a boozy. Yep. He, he was the real character of that side. We're missing that at the moment, MG. Yeah, we, we, we certainly are. We're probably missing, that's probably because <laughs> we're not scoring too many tries. Yeah, <laughs> we're probably missing a lot, aren't we? Yeah, that's right. So, yeah, look, I, I mean, he was a terrific character. And, and you're right, there's probably less and less of those characters in the game anymore. Why do you think that is? Have we just homogenised the game so much that we don't want to see that individual, we don't want to see that character? Have we just homogenised it? Is that what's going on? Yeah, I think so. You know, it gets to the stage where players, they don't want to put themselves out and give the opposition too much ammo, you know, where they can come at them, et cetera. So, um, you know, even, even players talking in the media, and I guess players are wary of the media these days mm. um, because of, you know, all the stories and stuff that, that keep happening. It is tough, isn't it? I mean, you're you're a former player. You know, you and I have known each other for a long, long time. You know, we yep. were we were of the days that you know what what happened off the field stayed off the field. And uh, you know, yep. I've I've had many a drink with yourself and Mark Sargent and Paul Harrigan. And you know, yep. those days will never see the light of day. But it's very different now, isn't it? They can't do anything. Yeah, no, that's right. I mean, and obviously the social media and that sort of thing now wasn't around when we were playing. But yeah, now you, you can't do anything. So if I'm playing now, I and the money they'd be earning, or I'd be earning now, I wouldn't be going out anywhere, which is unfortunate, but I just couldn't get my, like, you'd have to be wary of, mm. you know, if you got yourself in trouble or whatever. So, um, yeah, I'd be staying at home and, and have a pretty boring, boring life, I reckon. It's so sad, isn't it? Because we've lost all of that. You know, the characters, I mean, you were one of them, Mr. Paddle Pop Lion. You know, there's... <laughs> All of those characters, they're not in our game anymore. And that's what made, you know, that's what made me. And, you know, I'm, I'm yeah, I'm, I'm up there now. But, um, you know, that's what brought me to the game. You know, I, I was brought to the game with uh, Terry Lamb and Tuvi and, yep. you know, and then the next generation was obviously Andrew and Matthew and, and you yep. know, yourself. And we just don't have those people that we can, um, I suppose, recognise ourselves in anymore because they're yeah. just, they sit on this pedestal and they're not human. Yeah, that's right. And I guess to the stage, right, when we were playing, certainly back in those, you know, the early 90s, mid-90s and even late 80s, you know, everyone was working and, and playing as well. So, you know, you just fitted into the community and you played and everyone sort of knew you. And Whereas these days, that, that ain't, uh, because they don't work, they don't mix with the, the community as much mm. and they're always training full-time, etc. So, you know, you, you don't really get to see them and they don't, I guess supporters don't think, they know them mm. anymore. Yeah, absolutely. Because you, you can't go to the pub and see them. They're, just, they're not there. I mean, the, yeah. cr- the cricketers' arms. I mean, you know, we, <laughs> we've spent many a yeah. day there. Um, we did. We you, did. Just, uh, you just can't go. You know, that's not, not part of it anymore. 
I was. It was very interesting. I, I listened to uh, to Adam O'Brien's interview. Uh, I think it was Wednesday about um, you know the fact that the boys don't want to go and get a, a, a coffee anymore because you know they 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 don't want to show their faces. They're embarrassed. Is that a concern to you on the flip side? I mean, obviously, we don't want our players feeling like that. We want them to know that no matter what they do, how they play, they're still Novocastrians and we'll still support them. Does that concern you that that's, uh, that's kind of the attitude in the camp at the moment? Yeah, it's disappointing that it is. I mean, yeah, I they should be embarrassed, I suppose, for the performances mm. they put up, but they also should own it. And so, you know, if that's the case, then why don't you come out the following week and prove that you aren't or you are better than, than what the results are showing. So, you know, that's... That's the ultimate really comeback, understand. isn't it? Yeah, I can't understand that mindset, you know. I know when we were playing, you know, obviously we weren't earning what they're earning now, and we weren't full-time or what, what they're doing. But, you know, yeah, we were embarrassed if we had a poor performance, mm-hmm. especially at home. But, you know, it only drove us to, to play really well the next time we were at home. How have you been feeling sitting on the sidelines? I mean, obviously you get to see these uh, these games up close and personal. How have you been feeling sitting on the sidelines watching it? Have you been disappointed? Yeah, it's certainly been disappointing watching them. I mean, you know, I, I can't say that uh, they're not giving their all because, you know, every player goes out to play as well as they can. can. But, um, you know, I'm just, I don't know where they're at really. Just from a mindset point of view, I don't know whether they're mentally tough. No. Um and it's been really disappointing, uh, especially at home, you know, like to be beaten like they have been at home, mm. that, that's what worries me. I, I think surely, you know, in the back of your mind you're saying, hang on, I need to be accountable for this. I, I'm just going to play as best I can and maybe, you know, majority of them are, but then it's just not good enough. No, it's really not. And uh, hopefully we can turn it around this weekend against Canberra, but I'm not, uh, not going to hold my breath. But more importantly, the, uh, the Newcastle Rugby League, it is, uh, it is happening again this weekend. It's going to be a fantastic round. Gets underway 2 o'clock Saturday, the 18th of June at Lyle Peacock Oval. If you want to have a look, if you want to get out, make sure you uh, get onto the Newcastle Rugby League website. You'll see all of the games, times and locations. And I can't wait to catch up with you again next week when you're another week over 56. Yes, I'll look forward to that. <laughs> I will stop giving you shite about it. it too, don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, mate. Have a great weekend. We'll catch up next week. You too. Thanks again. Thanks. Guys. Bye, MG. Bye. Bye. That is Mark Glanville, who is the general manager of the Newcastle Rugby League. It's time for local news, sport, and weather. Newcastle in the morning takes you through the big events and the most talked about stories of the day that matter to you and your life. From what's on to what matters, Tracy Mack takes you beyond the headlines. What it is, why it matters and how it impacts your daily life. Tracy Mack brings you Newcastle in the morning. Weekdays from 9 on Newcastle Live.